Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Monday, September 11, 2023. A very important day. We must recognize that. It's certainly a day that goes down in infamy. Extremely tough day for anybody in and around the financial markets at that time. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? We have a lot of stuff to go over because there's a lot happening this week. Let's get a few of them out in the open. This is quadruple witching options expiration week, which means, and I say this each and every month, of regular way options expiration. And if regular way options expiration has weird stuff happens, quadruple witching options has maybe extra special weird stuff to happen. We can expect the market to trade in both directions during this week. Not only from an SPY or S&P 500 perspective, but stuff around the horn. I also have one of them there cycles in and around Tuesday, meaning turnaround Tuesday. Maybe it stretches into Wednesday. But if the market's trading up into this time frame, we're going to be looking for some kind of a shift. If the market happens to gap down tomorrow, trades down for a day or a day and a half, we may be looking for a turn back up. It's food for thought. It's nothing we can take action on currently. It's an awareness at this point. These are the things that we put together from a long-term perspective, shorter term, shorter term, down to the intraday stuff. Everything morphs from short term to long term, but you have to understand the long term to be able to trade effectively the intermediate and short term. How do you like dem apples? We also have the old waiting on the CPI number. Can the CPI number move the market? Well, yeah, we don't care what the actual number is, but what we do know is at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time when they release the data, the market can certainly make a move. Up or down, we don't know, but likely provides trading opportunities intraday. That's why we like that stuff. Volatility is a trader's best friend. We also have one more thing on the docket that kind of came to my attention overnight slash this morning, which is the discrepancy in the futures contract between the outgoing, which is the September or U contract. And here is that outgoing contract trading currently at 44.89. And where the discrepancy comes in is between the outgoing contract and the DES uncoming contract, which is the December or Z contract. Currently trading at 45.38. It's around a 50-point differential. Pretty interesting stuff. Does that mean that the market's going up a minimum of 50 points between now and the end or expiration of this contract? Doesn't mean anything. It's interesting information today. It's of note. We'll use the charts to give us an indication of what's happening. This is back-of-mind stuff back burner type information, but we still need it on the stove. So now that we got that out of the woodwork, let's take a look at the daily chart. So guess what? They're above all the moving averages. And what happens then? The trend is your friend until the very end. What did she do last week? 
She ran a test of the breakup candle low. We talked about this a number of times. We were focused on this in the live room on the day they did it. We used it as an area to go long. They've sufficiently bounced off that area to call it a successful test. Doesn't mean they will or won't come back down. That's not what that statement means, but it was a successful test and a pretty decent bounce away. Now, the trend is your friend. She's in an uptrend from the low that was made mid-August. So when you look at this and you say, all right, well, I guess I could draw a trend line here, but that's way too flat, if you will. So if the market's down there, we may pay attention to it, but it's nothing we need. But what we do have is a series of higher lows. We have a low that was made mid-August. We have a retest slash higher low that was made. And now we have another higher low. Can we have a higher high than the high that was made over here, which was on September 1? And the answer is, yeah, we can. I don't know whether we will or won't expect that, but they can certainly challenge that place. They can even do it this week if they want to. And we flip over to the weekly chart, which we look at all the time, and we see what? They've been above the moving averages. All they did was come down in the vicinity of home base. They never even touched home base. They rode it for a little while. Home base is trending up. Home base is the 20-period moving average. It's the red upsloping trend line, and they're riding home base. They're not that far away from the recent highs. When you look at the big picture, this is just a pullback in an uptrending situation. You have to be the umpire calling balls and strikes. Did anybody make money today inside the numbers and in the live room? Post it under the video. Let's hear about it. Let's give credit where credit's due, not to me, but for you taking the trade. Let's see what we had at zero dark 30. You can read most of the rhetoric yourself. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart. You know the routine. We start with 447.11. This is important because of something that will come up later. Price was below that and it's overhead resistance. Well, guess what? It's the gateway to another leg higher. So while they got above that in the pre-market, that's a number that's going to come back around. We had some lower stuff if we needed it. We didn't need it, so we'll move on. Let's see what we had as we get closer to the opening bell. Let's keep it simple. They're on a Monday morning small melt-up operation. So this is the 9.15 post. This is the setup. We're looking for the morning trade. Where is it? Here's the layout. This is laid out for inside the number members. It's laid out for inside the number live room members. We take the trade together. We move on. They're into overhead resistance to start the day. 448 to 448.50, give or take, is that spot. What spot where they should find overhead resistance and react back down for a scalp with potential? For those of you that are new, what exactly is that? Our scalps, we look for five to seven S&P handles. It's 50 to 70 SPY points or cents, I should say. Five to seven ES points or MES if you're playing the micros. We have a lot of traders in the live room trading options. We have something for everybody. Holding the trailer part is where we have the potential part. We take the basin off the table. We treat it as a business. We put some money in our pocket. And if they give us a double, triple, Whopper Junior, Whopper with cheese, home run, whatever you want to call it, we never know which ones are going to be those Whoppers. 
Hence, we hold a trailer. We know where the trade is wrong. Getting above 448.50, not just a spike, some spiking would be normal. It says it right here. Staying above would not on the first time. First time, best time. We talk about this in the live room all the time. And here's what happens if they're wrong. If it closes above 448.51, the door opens for other stuff. We didn't need that. So the whole thing was laid out at 9.15. We think better in pictures. Right of the vertical is today's activity. This is the actual screen that was shown in the live room with these specific lines or horizontal trend lines on the screen, 448, 448.50. They run up, they spike it. What's happening? It's the Johnny-come-latelys. It's the chasers. Market's gapping up. They want to hop on board. They want to go for a ride. As soon as they get enough of them in, what do they do? They flip the switch. They pull the rug out. They issue a pie in the face. And we're standing there not only to pick up the pieces, but we're there as what's called the anti-pie. Traders of all shapes and sizes took a scalp with potential. Some got a double, some got a triple, some got a Whopper Jr. Some bought 447.11. Remember, that was on the board first thing in the morning. Remember, pause the video, go back to the notes, double check the work. It showed up again here, 941. I put it as 15, but it was actually 11. Sometimes they come up short, other times they spike them through. We're not going to split hairs over pennies. The area around 447.15, give or take, is the next area of support. Another exit point for the short trades. You get it? You need to know the numbers. You know the entries. You know the exits. You know where it's wrong. Increase your success rate. Pause the video. Read the notes. Go back to the chart to double check the work. By the way, the next way station is what? 446.60. Back to the pictures, the line has been moved to 446.60. That was essentially the gateway to getting down toward the gap. They never did that. They turned around and went back in the other direction. It pays to know your numbers. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. We didn't have any of the stocks on the move. There were three potentials, but none of them hit their entry objectives. We'll be back tomorrow in uniform, ready to go with those. What's going on over in Camp IWM? How about a little relative weakness for the boys? 184 is an important place. It's really the gateway to whether this thing begins to unravel or not. They need to stay above there on daily closes. They need to bounce. Otherwise, if they just hang around down here, they're going to start building energy to go lower. Another leg lower. Southern Lane. Remember, we brought this up a week or so ago, maybe a few days ago. We really have a series of lower highs across the board. When you look at this from the recent high and you go, well, okay, we have a high. We have lower high, lower high over here. We have another lower high. We have another lower high. And technically, we do have another lower high. They never got above the previous high. And this is the definition and by definition of a bona fide downtrend. This is a weekly chart. It can bounce. And daily charts and hourly charts and two-hour charts, while a weekly chart looks like it's bouncing, those look like they're rallying. But this is in a downtrend. Caveat emptor. 
What about the folks down at the Transportation Department? Pretty fugly week last week, I would say. My second favorite market-leading indicator next to Camp IWM, a number one canary in the coal mine. Now, maybe they bounced. They never got to my target, which I gave out in the live room. I think I gave it here as well, which was around 15000 for a myriad of reasons. So they haven't got there yet. They can certainly bounce, and if they bounce for a while or they bounce up high enough, it will diminish 15000 and we'll have to look a little bit lower but this thing is not healthy right now from a daily chart perspective. But from a time perspective, don't be surprised if you get a bounce this week. It's just depending on how it bounces, what kind of bounces, how much does it bounce will help us determine what kind of canary this thing's going to be. Pretty good day for the Q people. Above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend until when? Until your shit gets thrown out the window. Remind ourselves of the bigger picture, the 30,000-foot view, weekly chart. The trend is your friend. It's in an uptrend. This was a pullback in an uptrend, not even to the 20-period moving average or home base. From a daily chart perspective, an hourly chart perspective as well, you have a breakdown candle high. There's space in between that and the gap from the prior day. So that's an area that they'll likely either build some energy and go up and get, have a pullback and go up and get, or if it turns out it's so weak that all they did was run a test of the breakdown candle high, which is this day over here, which was the 6th of September, if all they can do is run a test of that and they fall away, well, that presents a different situation. But keep in mind, the bigger time frame is the dominant thing. So the daily chart, you're above all the moving averages. You go sideways for half a day, a day, day and a half, and they'll build some energy to make another push higher. From an hourly chart perspective, they already started that process this afternoon. XLF on par day, not a great looking chart, not so terrible if they stay above the 50 period moving average and they can get back above the 200. From an hourly chart perspective, this is a bullish pattern. However, when you go up to the daily chart, they're stymied by the 50-period moving average, breakdown candle high. Can they eclipse this high and make another move higher? That would release some energy, but it might take some time. They might have to eat some time off the clock for a few days unless they can have one of those gap-and-go situations. From a larger picture perspective, what they're doing here is on a weekly chart, they ran up to test or the vicinity of, in the vicinity of this breakdown candle high. They didn't get all the way there, but they got close enough to say that was a legitimate test up that breakup candle, breakdown candle, pardon me. So now they pulled back, and if this is just a shallow pullback with another attempt, they may attempt it one more time and even get through. However, if that's all they can do, they'll start leaking below these moving averages. You get a weekly close below these moving averages, and there's another leg lower. You have to look at a myriad of charts on a variety of different time frames to get the big picture so that you can be the umpire calling balls and strikes. What about Smash Mouth? That same area, very interesting. We talked about this number here, which is the low of 149.93. That's where this trend line is. They got below it a couple of days ago. They tested it on Friday. They got below it today. And they won't or haven't yet closed below that number 
Is this building energy in a bearish kind of formation for another leg lower? We know now by three days worth of activity and information that this price down here is uber important. So either they're going to make the trip back up to fill the gap or they're going to give up the ghost and just stay down here or go lower immediately, build a bearish pattern, or the alternative is go lower right away. So that number is uber important. Watch that number. That can promote another leg lower if they lose it. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? That is a true and accurate statement. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.